0: this is scott host of the unprocessed knowledge podcast and black author you could get all three of my books my first book systematic racism and capitalism alliance of oppression my second book hypocrisy in america the veil of white supremacy and my third book my first novel exodus 2035 all available on amazon.com and amazon kindle if you don't have a kindle you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget U&U Network. You can find that on Instagram, U&U underscore network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the U&U Network. Shout out to the U&U Network, you know what I'm saying, and all those podcasts that's on U&U Network. Think for the U&U Network. that has brothers at U&U Network. You can check out the socials at U-A-N-D-U underscore network.
1: This is a cop who made a tragic mistake. She drew her firearm, thinking it was a taser and ended up killing a young man. Miss Potter, will you please rise? Given all these considerations, And having carefully considered the comments of the family of both Dante Wright and the comments of Kimberly Potter, as well as the arguments of counsel, it is the sentence and judgment of this court that you shall be committed to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections for a period of 24 months. You shall serve two-thirds of that time or 16 months in prison and a third on supervised release, assuming no disciplinary disciplinary offenses or conditional release violations. You have credit for 58 days already served. Restitution will be...
0: Welcome back to the unprocessed knowledge podcast everybody everybody should be following me on instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge u-n-p-r-o-c-e-s-s-e-d underscore k-n-o-w-l-e-d-g-e that's the best way to keep up with the show you can click the link in my bio if you want the written word you can find my books available on Amazon.com through the link in my bio. We got the Black Empowerment NFTs, my OpenSeas link. You can find that from the link tree in my bio. And you can also find links to listen to the show. If you're an iPhone user, if you're an Android user, The links to listen to the show are through the link tree and my bio on Instagram. That's why it's so important to follow me on Instagram. You'll never know what I'll add to that link tree. So right now we got the NFTs. If you want to donate to the show, if you want to find the show on an Android phone, if you want to find the show on the Apple phone, if you want the link to the written word, my books on Amazon, all that stuff is on the link tree in my bio on my Instagram page and that's also the best way to catch up with the show when I do something new you can find it there big shout out to the UNU network and all the shows you should also be following the UNU network as project as publicized and the intro follow all the shows comment post, hit the like button, all that good stuff. Just a little bit more housekeeping to do. The thoughts and views that you hear on the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast is not reflective of any of the thoughts or views of any of the other shows you may find associated with you and you network i speak for myself and myself only if you want to get upset with anybody get mad at me not a problem in the opening clip you heard the judge reading the verdict for kimberly potter on the death of dante white right just in case your memory is a little fuzzy that's the police officer who thought she was reaching for her taser she pulled her firearm She shot and killed Dante Wright on a routine traffic stop. The manslaughter charges she was facing had a maximum of 15 years. I think the minimum, I believe the minimum was five, between five to 15. She only got two years. She got sentenced to two years. She's going to serve 16 months in greater confinement, 16 months in prison and eight months on supervised house arrest. So she's only going to have to do 16 months behind bars for the death of Dante Wright. Now here's the point whether you well I think she was ser- seriously under undercharged, but whether you think it the verdict was justified, wasn't justified, she should have got more time, she should have got less time, she should got no time, however you feel about it, here's the point that I don't want to be missed. If you know anyone who's ever been sentenced to prison a family member, a friend, someone you went to school with, someone you grew up with. I can guarantee you that the judge didn't say, hey, especially for a nonviolent drug offense. Right? That's, I think that's something that a lot of people pe- people can probably relate to. I don't think the judge said, well, you know, this nonviolent drug offense, the law says you should get f- three to five. But I'm only going to give you a few months Even though the law says 3 to 5 Right With no judge up there Explaining how they Going to give you a less Than mandatory sentence I guarantee you if you know anybody Who's ever been in greater confinement For a non-violent drug offense If the law says they got to do 3 to 5 They got hit with that 3 to 5 The judge didn't go out of their way to say Well I'm going to give you less time That didn't happen but that did happen for Kimberly Potter. Now the judge was saying, "Well, you know, there was no malicious intent, and it was a oopsie, and it was a big mistake, and it was an accident." But the, the, there was, you know, she's not a Derek Chauvin. She's not a, you know, she she's not one of these officers that that shot and killed uh Renisha McBride. She didn't have any malicious intent when she was shoot, you know, shooting and killing Dante Wright. But the results are the same. Dante Wright is dead. Because Kimberly Potter pulled her firearm And she shot him The results are the same And she'll do her 16 months And she'll be right back home Dante Wright is dead So even being convicted of the crime She gets the uh, half Of what the minimum mandatory sentence is It really sounds like the judge Really didn't want to give her any time at all but since she did get convicted, and there are a lot of eyes on this case, and she did get shooting and kill this person, guess yeah, she figure, well, got to give you something, even though I really don't want to. Speaking of convictions, the three men who murdered Ahmaud Arbery, they were also found guilty in a federal hate crime because that's what it was. They earned those charges. And it's, it's very interesting to me that these same three men who, when they were in trial, said that, hey, they're not racist. They don't have a racist bone in their body. They don't see race. Psh, did a did, did whole show talking about the Ahmaud Arbery trial. Not going to browbeat it this episode because we already talked about it. They said, you know, we don't see race. Psh, it, it, it could be, you know, he, he could be pink with green polka dots for all I care. We treat everybody the same. Well, when the FBI got hold of their cell phone records for an extended period of time, going back a few years, there was a whole lot of nigger, nigga, 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 nigger, nigger in these man's personal conversations. They talking about niggas on their job. They talking about niggas that work at the Golden Corral. They talking about niggas on TV. They talking about niggas at the mall. They talking about niggas all over the place. It's like these these men were obsessively talking <laughs> talking about black people and they weren't saying black people they were saying these niggas here these niggas there i hate these niggas somebody needs to get rid of these niggas what are these niggas doing here is all all of a sudden they not confused about race interesting how that turned out so that evidence was justly used against them to accuse them or, or to convict them of those federal hate crime charges that they earned moving on big big thing that's going on in the news and whether you want to pay attention to it or not you are not you cannot avoid what's going on over in the Ukraine I will say this based on what I observed they are not telling the Ukrainians to turn the other cheek I I haven't heard anybody telling the Ukrainians to, to, to pray for the Russians I have not heard anybody tell the ukrainians that they need to march in the streets singing church songs holding hands putting up a non-violent resistance to what's going on over there they they need to find some russians just to love on just to hug them the the ukrainians need need to pull their pants up turn down all that loud music show the russians how good and decent and, and loving people they are and, 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 and maybe, you know, the Russians won't attack them. Maybe they won't invade them. You know, fight them with love. Nobody's telling the Ukrainians to do that. How about they put out a PSA on Ukrainian television, te- telling, teaching the Ukrainians how to make Molotov cocktails and instructing them, if you see a Russian soldier on the street, you set his ass on fire. <laughs> how about they saying that? How, how about all, all of a sudden all this nonviolent, Passive love thy enemy talk that goes out the window. When 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 you take racism out of it, when you take s- systemic white supremacy out of, out of it, all that you know, turn the other cheek and love on them, and let's you know, when when they go low, we go high. No, all that goes out the window. When they go low, how about you go even lower with your malakoff co- cocktail? And you set some Russians ablaze. How about you come join the military and pick up a sniper sniper rifle, a handgun and some grenades and kill as many soldiers as you can? How about you come fight to the death if you have to? Because we're not going to let nobody come in here and overrun our country and oppress us and treat us like second class citizens and deny us of our rights. How about kill as many as you can and the world will be better for it. That's what they're telling them. That's that's hey, just something I observe that's going on over there in the Ukraine. If you've got different information, if you've got a, a broadcast with somebody saying, well, look, all we need is love, come on. Let's just let's pray for Vladimir Putin. Let's hug him. Let's, let's give him a kiss. And let's see if we can end all this mess. If you got different information, please let me know. Another thing that has been hitting the news waves lately African students who have been studying over in the Ukraine are finding it difficult to leave they are not being allowed to board the trains, they're leaving into Poland, they are being told that these trains are for Ukrainian citizens only they are being told that you guys can't board this train you gotta stay back so even during a war where all hell is breaking loose and people are trying to flee the country They still got time over there to say, sorry, white only. That's the point. Sorry, African fella. Let me see. Let me see your paperwork. Let me see your visa. Let me see your, your passport. Oh, you're not a Ukrainian citizen. You're from where? Africa. Oh, well, these trains that are leaving this war zone. These trains are for Ukrainian citizens only. You're not a ukrainian citizen so i'm afraid you're just gonna have to sorry maybe you can start walking um i think africa's that that away maybe if you start now maybe by the summertime you get there that's the treatment that they're getting over there not well you know it's, it's women and children only not uh this train is specifically for the ukrainian citizens but that train over there is for everyone else you have to go board that train is like no you can't board any of these trains you can't your black african body cannot take up any space that a white ukrainian person should be filling. so you must stay here and hopefully you don't die that's the type of treatment that they're getting over there that the african uh, brothers and sisters who are trying to leave ukraine that's the type of treatment that they're getting over there and just to follow up on that the embassy in romania have made arrangements to receive Africans stuck in the Ukraine through the Romanian border. If anybody in the Ukraine, any Africans in the Ukraine just happen to be listening to this show, you can call this number 407-473-09-147. Call that number. That should get you to the Romanian embassy, explain your situation, and they will give you further instruction. One thing I wanted to touch on to up another observation, that, that I've made. This is the last day of Black History Month. I'm recording this and hopefully should post this today, the February 28th, the very last day of Black History Month. One observation that I've made and look how you feel about Black History Month. That's your prerogative. You can feel about it however you want to feel about it. I don't know how you feel. I've noticed quite a few black people with notoriety, quite a few black celebrities have gone on various media publications talking about how they feel about it. Morgan Morgan Freeman said he hates it. Kanye West, he can't stand it. Should be called Black Future Month. I have also heard various black people give their thoughts and opinions of it, black people specifically. And like I said, how you feel about it is the way you feel about it. But I have heard various black people talking about how they think February is a waste of time should be canceled shouldn't have a black history month should get rid of it don't need it it ain't necessary i personally found this particular february a little difficult not because i think black history Month should be done away with but because i just get frustrated with the tackiness of how it's celebrated especially from the dominant society mainstream media corporate america I just think it's, it's, it's tacky at best how they say, OK, we're going to celebrate Black History Month on this Zoom call. Everybody call in and we spend our time discussing r- random facts. Right. Who was the first black woman nominated to the U.S. Senate? What was the first owned and operated black school? Who was the first black person to join the Marines? Not saying that that stuff isn't interesting or important, but in my view if we're going to have a courageous conversation, as they call it if we're going to have a discussion on the importance of Black History Month if we're going to talk about why what is the reason we have a Black History Month and how we can move things forward I think the conversation that needs to be had is just that let's talk about why we had to have a Black History Month let's discuss How black people were systematically oppressed and lied to and miseducated purposely to be confused. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about the necessity to correct some of that confusion and put a spotlight on some real history and facts. Especially concerning the history of black people. Let's talk about and hey, if white people are going to be involved in, in the celebration, in the conversation, great. Let's talk about how today white people are benefiting from systematic racism, white supremacy. Let's, let's, let's talk about, you know, wh- white people in the room. How did your family benefit from it? Your, your, your great-grandparents, your great-grandfather, your grandfather, what was he doing in the 50s and 60s? What was going on with your family? How y'all benefited from white supremacy? Let's have those conversations to further educate the black people. and this is how systemic racism works today. This is how it's been working. Let's let's hey, all, all the white folks in the room that um, you know, uh, supported Donald Trump, they can't stand niggers. I know you're in here. Tell us why you hate niggers. Tell us why you hate them. Tell us why you don't want them to vote. Tell them why you don't want them to have economic power. You know, let's talk about all these things. Tell them, t- Let's talk about how. Today, um, systematically oppress people. School to prison pipeline. No, we heard about that. Let's uh, you know talk about all the things that have been done strategically to keep Black people in a subpar position and how white people benefited from it. Let's talk about those things. That's how you move the conversation forward during Black History Month. Not what was the name, the nickname of the secret society that funded John Brown's raid on hoppers ferry look th- th- that don't help move the conversation forward but again one thing i noticed a lot of black folks saying they need to get rid of the month now how you feel about it is the way you feel about it i made an observation march f- 1st tomorrow is the beginning of a history month i don't think i'm gonna hear any women um especially any famous women say we need to cancel women's history month even if they don't celebrate it there is a latino history month there is a Native American History Month. I've never heard any Native Americans or Latinos say we need to we need to cancel this month. There is a LGBTQIA History Month. I dare any celebrity to go on a platform and say we need to cancel that month. That'll never happen. So my thing is, when it's other people's months, whether they celebrate it or not. I've never heard any other groups say cancel this month, but I have observed other black people. Saying. <laughs> Let's get rid of Black History Month because it's ignorance, too. We don't need it. That's just an observation I made. Do with that information as you will. The point of Black History Month is not to be stuck in the past. The point of it is we need to move forward. Move forward, remembering the past, carrying the next generation with us. There's something called a Sankofa bird. This is a mythological bird. It's called Sankofa. It's not real. It's an old African proverb. I believe Nigerian. I believe I'm not 100 percent sure. I like to be accurate when I talk. So all my African folks, if it's not a Nigerian proverb, please, please, please forgive me. But it's an African proverb. It's a story about a mythological bird. You may have seen a picture of this bird before. It is a bird with his feet moving forward. His head is turned backward and it's an egg in his mouth. Right. His feet are moving forward. His head is turned backwards and the bird has an egg in his mouth. The Sankofa bird. The, the story behind the bird is people, African people, black people, us, we need to move forward, remembering the past, but carrying the future generation. Why do I say this? Because this is what every other group does. Asians are moving their people forward. They're dominating in tech and production, all sorts of things. The Jewish community, they move their people forward. The Latin the Latino community, they're moving their people forward. Europeans, they stay charging forward. They stay progressing while remembering their roots. Asians have thousands of years of history. They can tell it to you. Europeans thousands of years of history they're proud of it they can tell it to you the, the latino community have a rich illustrious history they can tell it to you they can break down their culture their language their food their dances what things mean this that and the third other groups do this other groups don't say oh forget the past and let's not talk about it nobody does that the jewish community they have private Jewish schools where they send their children to learn all about them and what they teach is their history and their culture and they have a motto that says never forget because they have vowed to never forget the things that have happened to them they never forget but they stay moving forward no group on the planet says forget the past Let's not talk about it and let's just move forward from it. Why? Because they hold on to who they are as they move forward to progress and make their people better. They don't want to join another group of people. They're proud of who they are. People who have roots from the so-called Middle East, people who identify as being Arab, they're proud of who they are. They're proud of their religion. They're proud of their culture. They're proud of the way way they dress. They're proud of their history. The same with East Indians. The same with the Asian community. The same with the Latino community. The same with the European community. The same with white folks in America. It ain't a mystery. It ain't rocket science. You love white folks so much, just do what they do. Maybe it's time you become proud of who you are. That's all. That's the point. Just an observation. You could be free to disagree. Like I said, the thoughts and opinions do not reflect any of the shows of the UNU Network. You can (laughs) divert all hate mail to my Instagram. Let's close things out. Let's check up on this report of Mr. Vincent Simmons, who was just released from prison after serving 44 years. Check this out.
2: There has been a haunting question hanging over Marksville for decades. Did Vincent Simmons get a fair trial in 1977, when he was convicted of a heinous crime against 14-year-old twin
1: sisters? He raped two of us and he put us in a trunk to die. He had me write our names down and he told us he was going to kill us. And we believed every word of it. And we were not gonna tell anyone. Our plan was we were going to die with this
2: but two weeks later word got to the sheriff and that is when karen and sharon sanders reluctantly reported some details claiming they were forcibly taken by a black man to a country road and sexually assaulted for three hours in a car that belonged to their eighteen-year-old cousin keith labord while he was locked in the trunk
1: we called him simmons all night there's so many things about that night he gave us his name
2: when you were questioned by the sheriff, yes, you never gave the name Simmons.
1: No, we did not.
2: You never described what he looked like.
1: No, we did not.
2: You said all blacks look alike. And you said all
0: inwards.
1: That's right. Sure did.
0: Welcome back to CBS Mornings. We have a big update today in the case of a man who has spent decades arguing his he's been wrongly imprisoned. After more than 44 years, Vincent Simmons is now a free man. Yesterday, a judge ruled he had not received a fair trial back in 1977 when he was convicted of attempted aggravated rape. The decision is partly based on evidence that's been available for years. Our lead national correspondent, David Begno recently sat down with Simmons' accusers, twins who were 14 years old back in 1977. Now he has spoken to Simmons. David joins us from Angola, Louisiana. David, good morning. What incredible reporting.
2: Vlad, good morning to you. Hello, everyone. Listen, Vincent served 44 years here at Louisiana State Penitentiary, but he was supposed to serve 100. That was the sentence. For the last 30 or so years, he kept trying to tell judges, I didn't get a fair trial, and here's the information, and they just dismissed him left and right. Get out of here. Get out of here. But yesterday, there was a judge who said to him, I believe that you did not get a fair trial. In fact, that judge's daddy, nearly 30 years ago, dismissed Vincent's attempt. But this judge said, your rights were denied, they were violated, and you get a fair trial. And we were there for all of it.
0: Vincent Simmons! Time to let him go, y'all! Vincent Simmons!
2: When the shackled Vincent Simmons arrived at the Avoyles Parish courthouse in a prison vein, he was carrying a Bible. When his accusers, Karen and Sharon Sanders, the twins that he was convicted of sexually assaulting when they were 14 years old, walked to the courthouse, they paused to pray. Simmons had been in prison for 44 years and tried for most of that time to get his conviction overturned. You've done this 16 times at least. (laughs) Yes. So this would be 17. You think this will be the time? Yes, sir. We walked alongside Simmons as he was about to face a judge who had recently examined information that was available in 1977, but it was not presented at his trial. That was information that he and his attorneys believed may have changed his conviction for attempted aggravated rape. It took less than an hour for Judge Billy Bennett to say that there had been a lapse in Louisiana
0: justice in 1977. Okay, so. Two things I want to point out, well, multiple things I want to point out from that report. So two twin girls were 14 years old in 1977. Word got out that they were sexually assaulted. They say they were in their cousin's car. A black man approached the car, grabbed a cousin, they male cousin threw him in the trunk and sexually assaulted both of them in the back of his car and wrote their names down. and said, if you tell anybody, I'm gonna kill you. And my name is Vincent Simmons. That's what they said. They didn't report it initially. Word got out. The sheriff scooped these girls up to find out what happened here. They told the sheriff that they were sexually assaulted by a black man. They never said his name was Simmons. And they said they didn't give a description because they didn't even know what he looked like. They said all niggas look the same to us. That's what they said. They said, all niggas look alike. We just know he was a nigga. Don't know his name. (laughs) Now, when the reporter brought this up, I thought this being, you know, way after the fact, this is 2022. They made this testimony in 1977. I thought these two white women who are now close to pushing 60 were going to deny that they said that. I thought they were going to be like, hey, wait a minute now. You know, this. you're trying to make this into something. It wasn't. We don't use that type of language. But they stood on it. They was like, yep, that's what we said. All niggas look alike. <laughs> so they stood on it. That's exactly what we told the police. All niggas look alike to us. So Vincent Simmons gets arrested. He gets convicted of a hundred years. And he has always claimed his innocence. And he said he never got a fair trial. Recently, within the last month, I believe, a Louisiana judge agreed with him and said he didn't say I'm not saying you didn't do it what I'm saying is you did not get a fair trial so I'm going to let you out and the state prosecution declined retrying him so they're not going to try him again so he's out he served 44 years he always claimed his innocence he's out one thing I don't want the audience to miss there is no new evidence ever presented in this case. The same evidence he has in this case is the same evidence they had in 1977. He has always said, him and his legal defense team has always said, based on the evidence that we have always presented, we have evidence to prove it wasn't me. We have I don't know what the evidence is. I haven't seen it. But he says, we have evidence to prove That I was not the one who committed this crime. It was not me. Another thing that, that I didn't have time to play in the report that gets missed. The person who convicted Vincent Simmons of 100 years in prison is the father of the judge who let him out. The judge who just ruled that he never got a fair trial is the original judge's son. Vincent Simmons spent so much time in prison that the judge who convicted him his son grew up went to college went to law school became a lawyer worked as a lawyer and became a judge and then heard the case again that's how and when he looked at it he said it only took him an hour hmm you know what? Hmm. I think Dad screwed you over on this one. Now, I'm not going to say you didn't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, you wasn't given a fair trial. Huh. What, are you, what do you know? I guess Dad dropped the ball on this one. So we're going to let you go. And based on the exact same evidence, the state prosecutor down in Louisiana said he's not going to try it again. Let him go. Think about that. Now, let's take this thing, this entire episode full circle. In the beginning, I played a clip of Kimberly Potter, who got two years, half the mandatory sentence for a murder she did commit, for a crime she did commit. Dante Wright's dead because she killed him. She only got two years, less than two years, 16 months in greater confinement, eight months on house arrest vincent simmons served 44 years for a crime that they never that he didn't even get a fair trial for he served 44 years for a crime that the legal system is telling you we don't, we don't even know if he did it or not they know kimberly potter did it she's going to serve 16 months vincent simmons served 44 years and the victims themselves said said the person that assaulted him we don't even know what he looked like he was just a nigga this has been another episode of the unprocessed knowledge podcast once again you can access this show on itunes spotify google play everybody should be following me on instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge you can find links to the shows you can find links to my books on amazon You can also donate to the show. You can check out the NFT page we got up. If you're into NFTs, we got some Black Empowerment NFTs. Thanks, everybody. Catch you next time.